Hey, yo, man, this the podcast with soul. I said astigmatism in my soul. Yeah. Uh. So, what's up? Stigmatism, man, what's up? Okay. What is it, man? Stigmatism in my soul. Okay. You got it, man? Do anything. Anything? Anything. You sure? Put your mind to it. Do anything. But what if it's hard, though, man? If it's hard, it's gonna, it's gonna be, be hard. hard. If it's easy, it's gonna be easy. Peace to the God. How's the audio, y'all? How the audio? Okay, okay. I can dig that. Oh. I love you, Sean. Me too. Rodon. Jamil. Ah. Stigmatism in my soul, man. Window cleaning with soul. You see it, you hear it. Dopest channel. Dopest channel on YouTube. Uh. Uh. You hear Thanks for coming to the channel, y'all. Appreciate y'all. Thank Shout out you. to all the subscribers. Shout out to all the subscribers, man. Peace. Peace out. What's up, man? Sean G in the house, man. The podcast was sold. 6.26 in the p.m. In North Jersey on the East Coast, part of the United States of America. January the 9th, 2023. Appreciate everybody for stopping by. Thank you for subscribing. Please share this video. Please subscribe to the channel. I pinned at the top of the live chat, if you would like to become a member of the channel, there is the channel membership link right there. Shout out to Romania is in the building. 126 in the morning over there. Niggas in Romania. Um... Your mind's eye. is infinitely powerful. There is no ceiling on your mind's eye. There is no cap on your mind's eye. There's no jar top 
on your mind's eye. It is unlimited. It is infinite. The only reason your mind's eye would ever have a ceiling, be on a leash, be restrained, be caged, be incarcerated is because of you. You are the only one who can place limits on your mind's eye. You have three eyes. You got three eyes. You got three. But you relegate the most powerful eye that you have. You relegate it to the back of the bus. You relegate it. You, yourself, it's your fault. You relegate your mind's eye to the basement. You, it's your fault. You place your mind's eye, your third eye, in prison. You, it's your fault. You, in and of yourself, tie your mind's eye up to a tree on a leash. You put your mind's eye on a leash. You do that to yourself. It's your fault. The third eye has been called many things. It's been called the pineal gland, which is located in the center of the brain. It's about the size of a grain of rice. And it's responsible for the production of DMT, dimethyltryptophan, which when activated allows us and allows you to do superhuman, supernatural things. The mind's eye or the third eye has also been called the seat of the soul. The seat of the soul. Share this video. Share this video for me, man. Share it. If you're listening on Spotify, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. I don't shout my my Spotify subscribers out enough. Follow me on Spotify, the podcast with soul. Follow me on Twitter, the podcast with soul. I'm one of the last soul brothers alive. We're a dying breed. The real, true soul brother. From black America, from foundational black America. The real soul brother. 
whatever vision you can conjure up, whatever vision that you can paint, whatever vision that you can sculpt, whatever vision that you can draw, whatever vision that you can etch, whatever vision you can outline, whatever vision you can trace in your mind's eye, you can manifest it in the physical form. In fact, the manifestation in the physical form is the easy part. It is the simplest part. The physical realm is a result of the spiritual and the mental realm. The body, the physical body, is the servant of the mind. It is the slave of the mind. The mind dictates to the body what it will and will not do. Your mind is infinitely powerful. Everything that goes through your mind has life. The question becomes, do you move on these visions in your mind and do you work to bring them to physical, real-world manifestation? Can't nobody capture your mind. Can't no Republican box your mind up. Can't no Democrat encapsulate your mind. Can't no prime minister lock up your mind. Can't no president trap your mind. Can't no government agency, can't no religious body, can't nothing on this planet Earth incarcerate your mind but you. You and you alone are the sole controller. You are the bus driver. You are the train conductor. You are the pilot. You are the forklift operator. You are the crane operator. You are the architect of your mind. James Allen in As a Man Thinketh 
a book I've been reading. I'm 53 years old, and I look fantastic. I know I do. Because my mind, because I tell my mind what it is. I have a youthful countenance. I have youthful skin. I have a youthful attitude. I have youthful agility. I have a youthful body. I have a youthful spirit, a youthful soul, a youthful attitude. Because in my mind's eye, I tell myself I'm capable of anything. This is what I do. James Allen, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. I picked up that book in my 20s. I've been reading this book, studying this book, rereading this book, rereading this book, rereading this book, rereading this book, underlining this book, highlighting in this book, rereading this book, rereading this book, and committed to memory for over 30 years. And in this book, there's a subsection where he says, of all the beautiful truths, Pertaining to the soul. None is more gladdening. And fruitful of divine promise and confidence than this. That man is the master of his thought. The molder of his character. And the maker and the shaper of his condition. His environment and his destiny. I said astigmatism in my soul. I got to protect my mind's eye. With all that I got, with all that I got, I got to protect my mind's eye. With all that I got, Share this video. Hit that like button. I got to protect my mind's eye with everything I got. Because it's under constant attack from external stimuli. People in my life, family members, co-workers, bosses, employees, employers, the public. YouTube, Instagram, TV, the news, sports, music, radio, Sirius XM, traditional radio, vision, sight, hearing. Check me out. Check me out. Hey, yo, man, this the podcast with soul. It's under constant bombardment from external stimuli. And I got to protect my mind's eye.
And I have to be real mindful of what I allow to infiltrate my dome and what I don't allow. Because whatever I allow to enter my mind and take root there and begin to grow, it's going to spring forth and give forth that which is planted there. So if I let bullshit take root in my mind, stupidity take root in my mind, Ignorance take fruit in my mind. Buffoonery take root in my mind. That's what will manifest in my life. The mind's eye has life. It is a living, breathing thing. Man, all I got to do is think it, and it's done. All I got to do is think it, meditate on it, and concentrate on it, and it's done. That's all I got to do is think about it. Create that vision in my mind and I can bring it to me no matter what it is. And that's the God in me. That's the God in me. I'm magnetic. You are magnetic. You will attract that which you are. You will bring it to you. Whatever you are, you will either repel from you or you will attract to you. You are God of your world. You can manifest things. The difference between the people that manifest great things and those who don't save those that suffer from mental illness, retardation, grave mental illness, and shout out to them. The only difference between those that manifest great occurrences and great undertakings from those who don't is that those that manifest these great things they meditate on them. Once they envision it in their mind, they meditate on it and they concentrate on it and they focus upon it and they work toward it. They toil. 
They go through the adversity. If you are disillusioned with your current circumstance in life, if you hate yourself, and a lot of y'all do, yes, you do. If you hate yourself, I said a stigmatism in my soul. If you hate yourself right now while you're listening to this on Spotify, or while you listen to this on YouTube, or you watching me on YouTube, and you hate your circumstance, you don't have to look no further for the fault and the blame to be placed on nobody other than who's looking back at the mirror. You, in and of yourself, with your mind, and your actions and your judgment and your behavior has gotten you precisely where you are in this universe. Hey, yo, man, this the podcast with Soul. All of the thoughts, your mind's eye, all those thoughts, all those visions, they have life. And wherever you are right now, it was those visions and those thoughts that have brought you there. Those visions and those thoughts that you gave energy to, that you gave sunlight to, that you watered, that you nurtured. That's why you at where you at. But you ain't got enough heart. Chump. You ain't got enough courage. You ain't got enough heart. You not even real enough to honestly, honestly assess yourself and look at yourself and say, man, I hate where I'm at. And I hate myself for bringing me here. You not ready for that. You don't got enough courage for that. And that's precisely why you fucked up. Because you a liar. You tell lies. To you. To your own self. You ain't shit because of you. You ain't shit because you ain't shit. Period. I said a stigmatism in my soul. You give in to impulse. 
You have no ability to discipline your mind to a rigorous structure. Molding yourself, molding your character through discipline. Through a certain behavior pattern. A lot of y'all. Get him, Sean. Get him, Sean. A lot of y'all are little boys with grays in your beard and in your hair and in your mustache with gray hairs in your beard. You got salt and pepper beard, salt and pepper mustache, salt and pepper hair, full beard, but you're still, still a little boy. Hey, yo, man, this the podcast with soul. I know you don't like to hear that. Good. Good. I'm glad you don't like it. I don't care if you like it or not. Your mind's eye. It's life. And a lot of you see, it's not the travesty. The travesty uh, in the debacle the travesty in the debacle is not the fact that you hate yourself. And you hate your circumstance. Get him, Sean. That's not the bad thing. The travesty and the catastrophe is not that you ain't shit. You ain't no good. You ain't no count. That you weak. That ain't the bad thing. But the horror and the disaster is that you know you ain't no good. You know you weak. You know you ain't shit. You know you ain't no good. You know you hate your life. You know you hate yourself. And you won't do a motherfucking thing about it. That's the disaster. I said astigmatism in my soul. dead person with a heartbeat. What'd you say to him, Sean? 
You heard what I said to him. They are a dead person with a heartbeat. What you mean by that, Sean? That they walking around dead. And you engage in self-destructive behaviors which you enjoy doing to act as kind of like a salve or a pain reliever for the pain you feel because you're not living up to your true potential. And you so weak and you so broken, you won't even take the time to put yourself back together. You won't even go and get the glue, the wrench, the hammer, the nails, the screws, the screwdriver, the spackle to tape to put your spiritual self back together. You won't even do it. You justify your mediocrity by saying it's too hard and you blame somebody else for your reality. You a grown man. Well, you're a male. Difference between a male and a man, because man is mine. All I got to do is look at your mind and I can tell whether you a woman or a little girl. All I got to do is look at your mind and listen to your mind and I can tell if you a man or a little boy. My man MZ says anything is possible. He just put the $5 super chat in there and that's for y'all. He put that in there. So y'all could see while you listening that you can change your life with your weak ass. You can change your life. I ran into this dude today. I was out cleaning windows. And I come up and I park my car in front of the Taco Bell that I was cleaning. And the dude comes up to my window. I roll my window down. He says, can you help me get something to eat. And I was messing around with my phone. And I said, all right, man, hold up. And I said to myself, I said, well, Sean, he asked you to get him something to eat. He ain't asked you for no money. So you got to do it. 
when people ask me for money, homeless people, and I don't never give them no money. I tell them I'll get you something to eat if I'm if something is nearby. So he came out from the door asking for something to eat. So I said, all right, man, I'll get you something. Hold up a second. So I kept messing around on my phone. And I got finished. I got out the car. I said, come on, man. So we went inside. And I said, man, what you want? He said, five quesadillas. I said, what kind of quesadillas you want? He said, uh, just a regular quesadilla. So I called the manager over. And being that I cleaned the windows there, I eat free. I can eat whatever I want for free. But I don't always eat every time I go because when I be on my clean eating, I don't really mess with Taco Bell too tough. So I wasn't going to eat today anyway. So whatever I could get, I was going to give it to him. So I told the manager, I said, um, put this on me. I'm going to take care of this. And let him get five quesadillas. And the manager said, it's on you. I said, yeah, it's on me. He said, okay. And then he said, five quesadillas. I said, yeah. I, then I asked him, I said, well, why do you need five quesadillas? He said, for me and my nieces and nephews. And I said, okay. But homeboy walked up to me. So I turned to the manager. And I asked the manager. I said, does he come in here all the time? And the manager looked at me and nodded his head and said, yeah. I said, he come here all the time? He said, yeah. So when the truth was revealed that this is one of the spots he hits on a daily basis or every couple of days. So this let me know that this is a pattern for my man. This is what he do. He's persisting in a way of life that has him to where he's walking around in Jersey City begging for food. So I said, look, man. I'm not getting you five quesadillas. I said, I'm going to get you two. I said, you want a soda? He said, yeah. I gave him a cup for the soda. And then I looked at him. And he ain't have no teeth. Skin. He looked bad. And he looked to me like he could have been like in his early 40s. And he was dusty. Sweats was dirty. Sneakers untied. I said, man, how old are you? He said, me? I said, yeah, you. He said, I said, how old are you? He said, 23. I said, astigmatism in my soul. 
And I looked at him and I said, man, you out here at 23 years old begging for food at a Taco Bell? He said, yeah, I'm going through something right now. He said, I'm autistic. I said, man, you 23. I said, man, I'm 53. I got you by 30 calendars. I said, man, you a baby, man. I said, man, something is wrong. I was telling him this was right to his face. And he's just looking at me. And it made me mad. It made me mad. It made me mad. Do I believe he was autistic? Nah. Nah. I think he's just trying to garner sympathy. I think that's one of his lines. But I don't really know. He may be. I don't know. And I said, man, I said, man, it's sad. And I said, you ought to be ashamed of yourself to be 23 years old out here in the street begging for food. And it was another brother, black brother, sitting in the back. And then I asked him, I looked at him, I said, man, what, what nationality are you? He said, I'm black. And I told my man, you embarrassing us. You embarrassing me. You making us look bad. I told him dead to his face. Yes, I did. And it made me mad. It made me mad. I got mad. I got hot. I got hot. Because ain't no way you supposed to be 23 years old begging for food at a fast food restaurant. Ain't no way. And I let him get the food on me. And then the brother who was sitting over there to the back said to him, he said, hey, man. Do you know where Sea Caucus Road at? And the dude was like, uh, yeah. He said, man, go down to Sea Caucus Road to the waste management company. They hiring. Tell them you want to go to work. They hiring. RH with the super chat. And, you know, the brother was trying to help him. I'm trying to help him. And um, I ended up rapping with the other brother. I had I didn't even know who he was, but the but the brother heard me talking to the young dude. Cause it was only us three in the in the dining room, and he heard me cause I was talking loud. I was mad. He made me mad. He made me mad. He made me mad. Too young to ain't be about shit. Is you too young? To be weak. You too young to be soft. You too young to be about nothing. You too young 
to be begging for food in 2023 in the United States of America with all of this opportunity here. I was hot. I was mad. I was mad. And I told him to his face, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Hey, yo, man, this the podcast with Soul. So he got his food. And this here made me mad, too. After I had ordered his food for him, after the manager said, okay, Sean, I'm going to do this for you, put the order in, and the manager went back to start making his order or tell his people to put the order together, I walked away. The nigga didn't even say thank you, man, to me. I was hot. I turned around. I said, thank you. I said, yo, thank you. He said, yeah. Thank you, man. Then I was done with it after that. I went on and cleaned my windows. I left it alone. And then the brother was talking to him. So he left with his food. And then me and the other brother was talking. The brother said, you know, we was rapping. And he said, man, he said, man, I'm 52. I said, yeah, I'm 53. He said, man, I don't come from, I wasn't brought up like that. I said, man, me neither. Me neither. Me neither. And he talked about how he went to work and how people from our generations, how we was hustlers. See, I always worked. I always worked. Even when I was in my the throes of my drug addiction, I worked. My mother didn't play that shit. My mother didn't play that shit. That not working. My mother didn't play that. My mother didn't play none of that. You gonna get your ass up out of here and go to work. I'd be goddamn if I'm going to get up and go to work and I'm going to come home and you be laying in here, eat up the food. My mother didn't play that. George Gumby didn't play that. She worked her whole life, picked cotton in Georgia for 75 cents a day. Yes, she did. As a little girl. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Down south. She was born in 1943. When she was 10 years old, it was 1953. I can't even remember that. I wasn't back there. This is in the Jim Crow South where they was hanging niggas from trees. Yes, they were. And families were still sharecropping which was synonymous with slavery, but it was the name given to slavery post the Emancipation Proclamation of 1865. Abraham Lincoln signed it in 1863, but it didn't go into effect until January 1865, and he signed it begrudgingly. We were told Abraham Lincoln, honest Abe, and how good he was for freeing the slaves. He didn't really want to. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. 
Hey, yo, man, this the podcast with Soul. No, he didn't. The only reason he did that was because the South was kicking the North's ass in the Civil War because they had more money, because they generated more revenue from the cotton, the free labor. And it was a strategic move to free the foundational black American slave from the South to declare federally across the nation slavery was against the law and abolished. So this opened up the door for the foundational black American slaves to flee the South, come up North, join the Northern military and fight against their slave masters to truly abolish slavery. So it was a strategic move to strengthen the North against the South. So I always worked. I always worked. I always worked. I had a paper route in the sixth grade, 11 years old. I always worked. So I don't like that. I don't like that. Lazy people, man, that don't want to work. You lazy. And if you lazy and you don't work, you deserve the adversity that comes. And you deserve the pain and hardship that comes with being broke because you don't want to work. You a lazy motherfucker. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. So, that's happened today. That happened today. I just wanted to tell that story. But I'm finna get up out of here. I'm finna get up out of here. Roland Lee, what up? The Barber 921, what up? All these dudes that's in the live chat with the green name, fourth quarter pressure, what up? Goddamn MZ with the $5 super chat. My nigga RH with the $50 super chat. I'm not like y'all. Y'all not like me. Y'all not like me. Y'all not like me. Can't nobody on this planet outwork me. You can't work harder than me. Kevin McNeil, appreciate you for the super chat. You can't work harder than me. I work better than you. I show up to work earlier than you. I work better during the work time than you. I stay later than you. I'm more productive than you. You miss more days than me. My attendance is better than your attendance. My productivity at work better than your productivity. I work better than you. I work harder than you. I work. I work. I work. Don't give me nothing, man. Don't give me nothing. Don't give me nothing, man. Don't give me nothing. I work for it. Get out my way. Move, move, let me go to work. I ain't never been no nigga to just sit around doing nothing. Even in my addiction, even in my addiction, I still went to work. Never been no lazy nigga, man. Sean G ain't never been no lazy nigga. That's why my work ethic on this social media, y'all see it. Well, how he posts so much? Look, showing your consistency. Because I go to work. 
My nigga Ari says, I don't really like to work. Laugh a lot. Yeah, working ain't, it ain't all that, but I go. I go to work. I got to take care of me. This is America. This is America. Dummy. I ain't collecting no unemployment. I ain't collecting no unemployment from no government. I ain't asking no, no government, United States government, the white power structure. Shout out to all my white subscribers. It's good white people in this world. Yes, sir. Better than some foundational black Americans. Yes, it is. Life is like a movie and we in it and we in it. Yes, it we is. We all made the league and we did it and we did it. It's all about that action. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Pursue your dreams. That's how you do it. Yeah. All white people ain't bad. No, they ain't. And all black foundational black Americans ain't good. No, they ain't. It's good and bad in everybody. But I ain't never going to ask the white power structure of the United States of America, the government, for nothing, no handout. I don't want nothing from you. I don't want nothing. Don't bother me. I don't want nothing from you because you stole. You stole. I said astigmatism in my soul. Hey, yo, man, this the podcast with soul. I ain't asking no man, ain't no man nowhere better than me on this planet out of all 8 billion of y'all. It's probably about 3 billion men, about 5 billion women. Out of that 3 billion men, ain't now one of them better than me. Now one of them. Life is like a movie and we in it and we in it. We all made the league and we did it and we did it. It's all about that action. Keep it moving, keep it moving. Pursue your dreams. That's how you do it. Asking nobody for nothing. I don't want no welfare. Don't give me no goddamn food stamps. EBT, WIC, Section 8. None of that. None of that. Got out of goddamn prison at 47 years old. Having, having lost $1.2 million. Real estate broker's license. $7,000 a month rental income. $400,000 a year financial consulting business income. Goddamn, my personal residence, nine houses, lost it all. Cars, clothes, furniture, everything. Got out of prison, goddamn, at 47 with $1,900. And I grabbed my nuts and I said, Sean, come on, let's go. Life is like a movie and we in it and we in it. We all made the league and we did it and we did it. It's all about that action. Keep it moving, keep it moving. Pursue your dreams. That's how you do it. Life is like a movie and we in it and we in it. We all made the league and we did it and we did it. It's all about that action. Keep it moving, keep it moving. Pursue your dreams. That's how you do it. It's all starts with a statement. Next step is visualization. Step three. I got a crazy work ethic, crazy work ethic, because I got slave blood in me. I got foundational black American slave blood in my body. And that's all we did was work. So working ain't nothing to me. I love to work. I'm an entrepreneur. Can't nobody on this planet outwork me. You know why I look this good? Because I work. That's why I look like this. That's why I look like this, because I go to work. 
Never been lazy. Never. Never been my style. Never. And me and the nigga that's collecting unemployment or goddamn laying around with his mother or go, we ain't got nothing in common. What can we talk about? Me and you, we can't talk about nothing, man. I said astigmatism in my soul. I ain't going to be able to relate to nothing you saying. Nothing. Nothing. All right, man. All you lazy niggas, unemployed, lazy, laying around, letting somebody take take care of you, get off my channel. Get off my channel. Get your lazy ass, unsubscribe from my channel. Get your lazy ass off my channel. Hey, yo, man, this the podcast with soul. You weak. And you deserve all the hardship that come with being broke because you weak. You in your 20s and you don't want to work. Get your ass up out of here, man. I said astigmatism in my soul. I'm 53. I've been working goddamn 42 years straight. 42 years. Nothing but work. And I fucking, I got a great life. I, I'm fantastic. I have a fantastic existence. I have a beautiful life. You know why? Because I built this motherfucker that way. Through my hard work. Elbow grease. Elbow grease. I got dirt underneath my fingernail. I go to work. I go to work. Chef Bam, I see. If you want to be a channel member and get a green name, like my man Troy Enterprise LLC right there, Join the channel membership and get the soul glow. I ain't going to never stop working. Man, if I was to come up on goddamn two, three million dollars tomorrow, I'm going to come up on it before I die because I made an oath to myself that every dollar that I lost, I'm going to get every motherfucking penny back and some. But I'm just saying, hypothetically speaking, if I was to get it tomorrow or when I get it, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to keep on working because I goddamn, I love the work. I love the work. There's profit in all labor. Labor is good for the body. You look at the people that live long lives, 80 years old, 90 years old, they, they work. And they attribute their vigor and the sustainability of their health to their work ethic. MZ got that soul glow. Zane, I see you, man. Thank you, man, for all you do. All right, man, I'm getting out of here. Y'all done made me mad because y'all lazy. Life is like a movie and we in it and we in it. We young made the league and we did it and we did it. And go tell the welfare office, go tell food stamps and Section 8 and goddamn, who else? Welfare, government, cheese. Uh, uh, what else? What, what else going on? Uh, goddamn, 
unemployment. Tell them Sean G ain't coming down there. Tell them Sean Xavier Gumby Sr. ain't coming down there. I ain't never coming down there. I ain't never coming down there so they can goddamn get rid of mine, take my name off or ever even think about getting some goddamn government assistance, man. Never that. Never that. Because I'm a man first. And I'm a man amongst men. I get my own. I create my own world with my mind's eye and my work ethic. Life is like a movie and we in it and we in it. We all made the league and we did it and we did it. It's all about that action. Keep it moving, keep it moving. Pursue your dreams. That's how you do it. Life is like a movie and we in it and we in it. We all made the league and we did it and we did it. It's all about that action. Keep it moving, keep it moving. Pursue your dreams. That's how you do it. It all starts with a statement. Next step is visualization. Step three, continue affirmations. Accompanied by faith. All based in action, moving in the direction of the damn thing. Don't let nothing get in your way, doing the damn thing. When it seems like all this fail, keep your mind focused, moving so you don't fail. Cause it's easy to stop, hard as ever to keep going. So many failures, why should I keep going? I got vision, therefore I see it finish. Only way to do that is to see it finish. If you got a plan, put your all in it. Life's an obstacle course, put your all in it. Across the line, yeah, we all finish. Choose a place, all that matters is that you finish. Life is like a movie and we in it and we get it. We all made the league and we did it and we did it. It's all about that action, keep it moving, keep it moving. Pursue your dreams, that's how 